the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Come on, say, turn it around. Open the windows of heaven. Pour out a blessing. Overflow. Turn it around. Open the windows of heaven. Pour out a blessing. We cannot contain. Welcome to Beyond the Veil, a ministry of Dayspring Chapel. Arise, shine, and excel. Located at 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. As Luke chapter 1, verse 78 and 79 tells us, According to the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high has visited us to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death to guide our feet in the path of peace. Now, let's listen in to today's message from Pastor David Oluwadara. You are created for God's glory. You see, in 1 Samuel chapter 4 that we read, our texts, and I'm so glad that the Holy Spirit pointed this out to me to start with that. So, it so happened that Israel lost the battle. And there was a man that came from the battlefield to Eli, the, the priests, the father of Ophni and Phineas, and reported what happened to him. Eli was old, a, not a huge man, he was heavy, the, the scripture says. His eyes were dim and uh, his heart was in trouble. Or was he, he was not comfortable because of Israel being in battle and because of the, how, the Ark of the Covenant of God that was there. He kind of knew that something bad was going to happen. So a message was brought to him that Israel had been defeated before the Philistines and the messenger gave you know, a rough you know, message to him. He did not even, you know, try to cover it up a little bit. He said, your two sons, Hophni and Phineas, in verse 17, your two sons, Hophni and Phineas, are dead. And the ark of God has been captured. How can the presence of God be captured? Amen. Wow. I believe there is a book written by somebody that says, God is captured or something like that. God, God is captured. Amen. The ark of God, the presence of God was taken. Is that possible? The same ark of God that did not do anything for Israel, even though the ark was in the midst of them, was in battle with them, and they still lost the battle. That same ark, when that same ark got to the land of the Philistines, the ark of God was powerful. What did the ark of God do to the Philistines? The ark of God destroyed their gods. The ark of God destroyed things there. The presence of God was so mighty that they said, Oh wow, we cannot contain the ark of God. Let's send the ark of God back to the place where it came. Wow, what a mystery. What a mystery. The people of God who did not follow the Lord and thought that something about God was good enough for them, God did not manifest himself. And those that did not know God... God manifested himself, not for their pleasure, but for their displeasure. And they had to release the ark of God back 
to the place where it came. Now, we're coming down to verse 19, 1 Samuel chapter 4. The daughter-in-law of Eli, Phineas's wife, was pregnant when all this was happening. Wow. This daughter, this woman knew something about God. She was pregnant. And when she heard the news that the ark of God was captured and that her father-in-law and her husband were dead. Wow. Israel was defeated. The ark of God was captured. Your father-in-law is dead. Your husband is dead. What will you do? She was pregnant. Her labor came immediately. Talk of psychosomatic (laughs) connection right there. You know, mind and body connection. Mind and body connection. Just hearing it, hearing the bad news, mentally tortured. The body expressed it. The body could feel it. It it showed in the body. She went into labor, basically. She went into labor right away. And uh, the labor was so intense, the pain was so intense that she died during that childbirth. She died. But as she was dying, the son that she brought forth lived. But as she was dying, she kept saying, at least twice she said it, the glory has departed from Israel because the ark of the covenant was what? Has been captured. Amen. You see it in verse 21 there. She named the child Ichabod, saying, the glory has departed from Israel because the ark of God had been captured and because of her father-in-law and her husband. Then in verse 22, it says again, and she said, the glory has departed from Israel for the ark of God has been captured. She named her child Ichabod. And the meaning of Ichabod is the glory is departed. Meaning the presence of God has left. Mm. My brothers and sisters, I tell you, it's the presence of God in your life. It's the Holy Spirit in your life that gives you glory. That separates you. That makes you different. Is the Holy Spirit, the presence of God in your life that distinguishes you. He's the presence of God in your life that separates you. He's the presence of God in your life that makes a difference. The presence of God at left is so sad that the presence of God left Israel and they lost the battle because of that. Oh, may you never be left by the presence of God. The presence of God never leave you. Now we can understand the passionate prayer of King David as he said, do not take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of salvation. Do not take your Holy Spirit away from me. Oh, may the Holy Spirit not be taken away from you. And we can even understand this better because David knew what it was like for the king that was before him. King Saul. How that his life was like. What his life was like when what? The Holy Spirit was taken away from him. When the Holy Spirit was taken away from King Saul, it was really bad. (laughs) And David was the one that was called to do what? To minister to him. To be the therapist. The music therapist that ministered to him. That as he played, as David played, King Saul felt better. The, The evil spirit departed from him. So he saw that. David saw that. So when David fell into sin, when David committed adultery, he felt so like he was in hell. And he pleaded with God. He cried before God. 
Oh Lord, do not take your Holy Spirit away from me. Do not take away your presence from me. Restore to me the joy of salvation. Lord, restore to me your presence again. Because he remembered how it was for King Saul. King Saul basically went mad, went crazy. He was psychotic when the Holy Spirit was taken away from him. May the Holy Spirit never be taken away from you in the name of Jesus. Because the Holy Spirit is your word, is your glory, is your joy. Amen. The Holy Spirit is your glory, is your joy. Do you remember the scripture that says, inexpressible joy, inexplainable joy, full of glory. That is what you experience when you can catch a glimpse of the glory divine, the glory beyond. You will have inexpressible joy, inexplainable joy, and you'll be full of glory because um, the glory of God and the joy of God go together. Amen. You cannot be said to be glorious and you are miserable. Did you hear that? You cannot be said to be glorious and you are miserable. But you can be said to be what? Beautiful and you are miserable. Oh, you are beautiful. Oh, you look good, but you are miserable. But if you are said to be glorious, you cannot be miserable. Glory has a different connotation. Amen. Glory has spiritual qualities. Your glory is in the presence of God in your life. And may you keep the presence of God in your life in the name of Jesus. The Lord has called you to be his glory. He has made you to be his glory. He created you for his glory. He wants to use you for his glory. He wants you to display his glory in the world. He wants you to be his presence in your neighborhood. He wants you to be his presence in your workplace. He wants you to be God in that place, in that house. Amen. The glory of God is upon you, my brothers and sisters. This for Samuel chapter 4, the account of Israel, Israel's battle, is really a good foundation for us as we look into this today. Created for God's glory, you are my glory, says the Lord. So the Lord is saying to you, you are my glory. Amen. Now, let's go a little bit deeper into this. You are my glory. I created you for my glory. Amen. Hallelujah. You are my glory. I created you for my glory, says the Lord. What's profound about this is that you were not created just to declare the glory of God, but you are the glory of God. You are not created just to declare the glory of God. You are the glory of God. Amen. If somebody were to ask you, who are you? If somebody were to ask you, who are you? What would you say to them? I want you to say to them, you are the glory of God. I am the glory of God. Amen. So if somebody were to ask you, who are you? What will you say? I am the glory of God. I am a precious treasure. I am a precious possession. Amen. You see, a man's value is not in the physical components that form his body, but in the quality of life in his soul. Let me say that again. A man's value is not in the physical component that form his body, but in the quality of life in his soul. So, with this understanding, you don't want to treat anybody based on the way they dress, based on their appearance, or the kind of car they drive. 
No, don't treat anybody because of the money they have. Don't let you know the way you treat somebody be based on the appearance. Treat them based on how you want to be treated. How do you want to be treated? If you want to be treated in that way, then that's the way you should treat them. And I believe anyone, everyone, you know, wants to be treated well. Amen. Even if you are not mentally sound, you still want to be treated well. Hmm? Did you hear that? Even if you are not mentally sound, you still want to be treated well. So, do not treat anybody because of their appearance, based on, their, on the way they look, on the way they speak, you know, the kind of education they have, the kind of college they went to, you know, the kind of job they do, you know, or you know, how beautiful, how handsome they are. Don't treat them based on the appearance. Treat people the way you want to be treated. We hope you have been blessed by today's broadcast. Come worship with us at Dayspring Chapel, located at 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. Again, that's 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. Sunday worship is at 1 p.m., Bible study and prayers on Wednesday at 7.30 p.m. You may contact Pastor David for prayers or counseling at 857-266-0778. Again, that's 857-266-0778. Until tomorrow at this same time, Monday through Friday, arise, shine, and excel.